0: Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy Yang Wellness. Hello, hello, welcome back to the show. Today, we are finally talking about brain rewiring. I know I have touched on this in previous episodes. Brain rewiring is truly transformative, is my favorite thing to talk about with people, um, next to human design, actually. I believe they go hand in hand for sure. I am a brain rewiring certified coach. And my specialty is helping people integrate their human design. You might really like your chart, but to actually live like this version of you might sound fucking intimidating. And my job is to help you embody it so you can live your human design on the daily and thrive as a human being. In today's episode, we will talk about briefly what brain rewiring is, why you need it, and some simple ways you can start brain rewiring today have you ever felt like you're grinding really hard trying very hard putting in a lot of effort but you're not getting the results you think you deserve you sometimes look at other people and see how things just happen for them so easily it looks effortless it's like they're special and you're not Things can be easy for everyone else, but you. Look, if you want to manifest the life you want, whether that is getting promoted to the position you've been working towards, living the lifestyle you want, finding your ideal partner, getting in better shape, getting better at a sport you love, whatever it is that you want, You have to brain rewire. It is like the shortcut to manifesting. And I know, manifesting is like a very annoying, trendy word right now. Like everyone talks about it. And I am not someone who can tolerate a lot of fluff. Nothing makes me roll my eyes more. So you can be sure that everything we talk about here is the real deal. But back to manifesting, people sometimes talk about, hey, I manifested a house, I manifested a relationship, I manifested $100,000. They are talking about consciously manifesting, consciously making something happen. But the truth is, we are manifesting every minute of the day. So every single thing that happened in your reality, you manifested that, whether that is finding a $100 bill on the street or being yelled at by a coworker. And I know you did not consciously ask for shitty things to happen to you, but you have more than 50,000 thoughts in a day That is a lot of thoughts and depends on who you talk to. Some people say 88, other people say 95% of your thoughts are coming from your subconscious brain. So our conscious brain is actually really tiny and we know what we are thinking, doing consciously. But your subconscious brain is like, you know, driving on autopilot. When you go on a road trip, you spend a lot of time driving, but you don't necessarily remember, oh, at 3.05pm I turned right, or at 4.30pm you shifted from one lane to another. You don't remember those stuff, but you somehow did it successfully and safely. Oh, okay, I have a better analogy. And don't come at me if you're like a software engineer, but it's like your brain is the computer and your subconscious is the software. The software is always running in the back end and we don't necessarily think about it that much. And software gets upgraded all the time, periodically, so things can run more efficiently and smoothly. So think about brain rewiring as a process that allows you to upgrade your software. We have neural pathways that run themselves all the time. And some of those pathways are really good. They work really well and that's great. Some pathways though, they don't really serve us. They put us into fear or stress or they make us react negatively to situations they may even make a self-sabotage. The majority of our neural pathways are formed from age 0 to 14 if you're being generous, 0 to 7 if you're being strict. But yeah, like a lot of the stuff you experience growing up impact you throughout your life. So parents, teachers, caretakers peers have a huge impact on how we turn out as people. For the longest time, scientists did not know that we could create new neurons aka brain cells. People didn't know that neuroplasticity was a thing or neurogenesis was possible. So neurogenesis is the creation of new neurons and neuroplasticity means that the brain is flexible. The brain can change, meaning we can shift our beliefs and shift those neural pathways. Therefore, change the way we think, act and feel, aka our reality. So when people say you are in control of your own reality, you get to create your own reality. That is literally true. So I invite you to take a moment and reflect on in which ways are you currently finding yourself self-sabotaging? Do you always find yourself procrastinating, ruining a thing that feels too good to be true? Do you exercise for three days and then stop exercising? Do you get paid or make money? A lot of money, but somehow spend it all really quickly. You're not sure where it even went. Do you always find yourself dating the same type of people and having it gone to shit for the same reason? These are all just examples, but yeah, in which ways are you holding yourself back? Whatever it is that you're thinking of, you can 100% rewire that. Now that you know the basics of how the brain works, you can take full advantage of brain rewiring. Remember when we talked about how you are always manifesting? You might as well take the driver's seat. Okay, let's talk about some of the ways you can start brain rewiring today without working with me, just on your own. There are simple, easy things you can try. I'm going to give you several. I encourage you to cherry pick the ones you like and leave the rest. Keep in mind though, I encourage you to pick one or two and stick with it for a week or so to just experiment and see what happens and share it with me. The first one on my list is to practice meditation. When I work one-on-one with people for brain rewiring, this is one of the things I get them to start practicing. So I don't care if it's five minutes or one hour, just do it. It's all perfect, the only way to not do it right is to not do it. There are so many ways you can practice meditation. You can do it in silence if that's your thing, or you can meditate to binaural beats. Dude, I love binaural beats. One of my favorite things in the world Um, There are so many on YouTube, like there's something for every purpose. Like if you haven't looked into that, I am so excited for you. It's like one of the best things ever. I also really love guided meditations. I record a lot of these for my clients, individualized for what they are working on specifically. I also record them for myself. And if you are not a meditation person, believe me. If you told me to meditate to calm my stress two years ago, I would have so rolled my eyes at you. But the goal of meditation is to bring your awareness to the current moment, to the present moment. You know, people get bummed about meditating because they feel like they just are sitting in their raising thoughts And let me tell you, meditation is not about clearing your mind of all thoughts. No way. Like seriously, release that pressure and instead focus on simply staying present in the moment. Like, okay, think about meditation as a workout for your brain. This will enhance your brain rewiring process. Did you know that you cannot brain rewire or create your own reality? like the one you actually want when your nervous system is in sympathetic state. This is also known as the fight or flight mode. It's like you are so focused on running away or fighting for your survival. And we know none of us is being chased by a tiger or some scary animal. So we don't have to worry about that. But the things that put us in fight or flight are like, A deadline, being late to something, um, being stressed out at work, fear of judgment from people, competition, jealousy, you know, all kinds of things. Oh my god, the news. Don't get me started on people starting their days off with watching the news, looking at the news like I just cannot even get into this right now. The news is meant to put you in stress mode. Like, have you seen those headlines? Not a great way to start the day, in my humble opinion. And if you are brain rewiring with me or you have anxiety, I highly, highly recommend at least like not looking at the news first thing in the morning. So meditation allows you to enter the parasympathetic state, also known as Rest and digest, have you heard of this one? So in this wonderful state, you get to regenerate, heal, learn new things, and create. You know how people who are really stressed out age terribly? This makes sense because they had less of that healing, regenerative time you are either in creation or you're in survival. So you're in creation when you're calm, you are in that parasympathetic, you're in survival when you're stressed out in that sympathetic state. And also when we're meditating, we realize new things about ourselves. During the day, a lot of us are really occupied and just focusing on our immediate tasks we're not really paying attention to some of the thoughts we are having and some of them can be really important. Like for myself, I used to always be really busy during the day going from one thing to another that I didn't really have time to think about what was actually important to me. Like I felt frustrated about my day-to-day but I wasn't really sure what was the specific reason. Or what I could do about it. And meditation is really cool. Because it's like your thoughts are like clouds. And you are just watching them go by. Without judgment, you are just noticing like, oh, interesting. I didn't know I think that way. You also get really cool downloads. Like a new idea for something really cool that you want to do. New perspectives on how you're looking at certain things, potential solutions for something you are working on solving. I even keep a notebook by my meditation spot so I can write down any ideas that I receive during the meditation because they're so good and it would really be a bummer if I forget later on. And also remember meditation looks differently for everybody. Some people meditate so they can rewire their limiting beliefs and they're doing inner child work in their meditation. Other people literally astral travel and I have no idea how that even looks like but it sounds fucking cool. And other people just sit in silence and breathe. But if you're new to meditation, here are some tips. First, focus on your breath. Just focus on breathing in healing, compassion, love, light, and breathe out any stagnant energy, limiting beliefs, negative energy, energies that are not yours, that you know you picked up from your day to day. Also, focus on sounds. Sounds that you are listening, maybe that's binaural beats or that is a guided meditation audio or sounds in your room or outside. If a part of your body is tight or you can feel there's tension, feel into a sense healing over there and feel it being released. So that's what I'll say on meditation. Number two is doing affirmations. Look, I know this one is kinda annoying and cheesy, but it is actually pretty powerful when my business coach told me to do it. The key is to do it right, and here's how I mean. Most people have affirmations that are just not juicy enough. They don't actually mean it when they say it or even come up with them. It's like, oh, I am love, or I am happy, Um, you know, like really boring ones. Those are lame. You have to make your affirmations fucking powerful like you want to be able to hype yourself up with your affirmations and make it specific if you can instead of saying i am wealthy make it specific to your goal say if you're trying to make twenty thousand dollars a month make it i am so freaking proud that i just made twenty thousand dollars this month i am a money magnet Money is an unlimited resource and is always flowing my way. Experiment with different affirmation sentences until you find one that really hits you, that really gets you feeling hyped up. You want to say them every day, leave little sticky notes around the house, maybe you even record it and play it to yourself. It's like reinforcing this reality that you are looking to create into your consciousness. You know how sometimes you hear people talk about the same thing again and again and again, and after long enough, you take it on as your own truth? This happens very commonly with music. A new song will come out, and you think it sounds like garbage, but everyone's like, I love the song. And after you've listened to that many times, because it's playing everywhere, you're like, huh, it's not so bad. It's kind of catchy. So freaking powerful. The third one is daydreaming. Okay, more like mental rehearsal. Some people call it visualization. This can be your meditation itself. Spend some time, maybe 30 minutes, however long you want. Um, play some binaural beats dim the lights and just lay down and visualize how it is like to go about a day in the life in the reality you are creating how would this expanded brain rewired version of you go through her day what time does she wake up what does she eat for breakfast what does she do first thing in the morning how is her morning routine like What workouts does she like to do? How does she dress? Is she partnered? Where does she live? Where are her furnitures from? How much are they? What does she do for a living? Where does she shop for clothes? What does she do to relax? Who does she hang out with? How is her social circle like? And I know I said visualize this, but also like, get clear on how would that lifestyle feel like? How does going on your dream vacation feel like? How does it feel like to sit on that restoration hardware couch that you've been manifesting? Feeling is just as important as visualizing in your mind's eye. And most people are stuck in Newtonian physics. It's like they wait for an event to happen in order to have a feeling. This is cause and effect. It is very much the whole, like, I will be happy when, insert, whatever that is, the whole, I will be happy when I find a relationship, or I'll be happy when I go on that vacation. In quantum physics, we can cause an effect. So instead of waiting for an event to happen in order to feel a certain way, we feel that certain way first, and this naturally align our frequency to be a vibrational match for that thing we want. So everything is energy. And I know I used to hate it when people say that. People would tell me, oh, money is just energy. And I was like, what the heck does that even mean? So everything has energy, everything is energy, okay? And everything is vibrating at a certain frequency. We hear people talk about high vibe versus low vibe. So some things have a higher frequency than others. So common high frequency feelings are love, happiness, gratitude, and lower frequency feelings are like jealousy, hatred, shame, and guilt. We as humans naturally seek things that are vibrating at a higher frequency than we currently are. It's kind of like someone you would marry is a higher vibe person than someone you would just have a one night stand with, right? And this person you would just sleep with and not evolve further with, you probably don't really care if you texted them and they never responded you're just like okay well i you you probably like don't even notice so we talked a lot about you know feelings and frequency and vibration but the point is with quantum physics you can cause an effect so you are essentially manipulating energy which i think is really cool the brain doesn't know the difference between perception and reality apparently Mirror neurons fire in the brain when someone takes an action and when that person observes the same action done by someone else. The neuron mirrors, in quotes, the behavior of the other person as though the observer was performing the action themselves. This speaks to the power of visualizations in lighting up the brain as we were actually performing an action. There are studies done on people who visualize themselves lifting weights and they actually had muscle gain. In simpler language, all I'm saying is the brain cannot differentiate between a powerful thought and taking action. I know, wild. Which gives us a lot of power over what we can practice. If you get results by taking action in the 3D reality, you can also get results through powerful visualizations. We see thoughts stimulate specific brain regions and produce the same mental instructions as actions do. Thinking about performing an action, like raising your arm, activates the motor cortex directly. Visualizing actually changes how your brain networks are organized. AKA your brain is rewiring when you visualize. Okay, the next one is journaling. I used to really be turned off by the idea of journaling. And I've actually tried to get some of the male friends I have in my life to do it after I discovered how powerful it is. And they were like, well, what am I supposed to write? Dear diary, um, think about journaling as pattern identification or just an opportunity to reconnect with yourself. Maybe you have been feeling really stuck and stagnant or you're really worked up regarding a certain thing you cannot figure out with yourself and you get to brain dump. You get to write your blocks down. What is keeping you stagnant? You can really explore that through journaling. And I literally did this a while back. I was feeling really frustrated about... Okay, I'm just going to tell you. I was really frustrated because I was really envious of somebody's relationship. And this is like very not typical of me. But yeah, I was really envious. And off the bat, I was like, okay, so are you going to get on an app and get on some dates? so you can find your next relationship but really after some journaling so i was like okay i don't actually want to get on an app i don't want to do i don't want to do that right now at all so what's the deal here so why are you feeling envious but you are not taking action regarding this you could totally have the same for yourself and i realized that i Didn't want a relationship yet, but the people I was envious of, I actually find them to be expanders for me in my next relationship. I really admire their relationship dynamic and they have a lot of fun together. After some more digging, I realized I didn't need partnership i need to have more fun i needed to allow myself to have fun and play more and then i went a level deeper okay so why wasn't i letting myself play it was coming from a place of fear like or like lack of self-love and limiting beliefs regarding productivity and achievement is like, who are you to enjoy life and play if you haven't done X, Y, Z things, when you haven't done enough work in order to like earn that playtime, you know what I mean? So yeah, journaling allows you to dig deeper, ask why, and it's like peeling an onion layer like first step I was like okay I'm like envious of these people's relationship and you know that wasn't because I needed to go out dating it was you know there was something underneath that you are like a very multi-layered onion all right the next one I think it is so powerful to try new things When you are brain rewiring, trying new things, learning new things, learning a new skill, just doing something different, you know, be out of your routine, be spontaneous. Remember in the beginning of the episode, we talked about how scientists for the longest time did not know that neurogenesis was a thing. Like you were born with a brain, it develops and then you just have the same brain. We know that is not true anymore. And people thought um, that was the case because scientists were doing experiments on mice that were kept in the same environment. So over however long, they were just in the same environment doing the same things. And they didn't grow any new brain cells, their brains stayed the same. But they realized that there's neurogenesis and neuroplasticity when the mice were put into a different environment. When we have new experiences, we create new brain pathways. So that is why when we go on a vacation for a week in a different city or a different country, we come back more inspired. We are happier. We have better ideas. So experiencing new things can be something really small, like going to a new coffee shop, ordering a different drink, going to a new restaurant, cooking a new recipe, making a new friend, trying out a pottery class, watching a new show on Netflix, or trying a workout you've never done before. The next thing you can do right now to brain rewire is to seek expanders. Expanders are really key in the brain rewiring process. Whatever you're trying to manifest or brain rewire, Who are your expanders in this area if you are looking to start your own business and be very successful while loving what you do? Maybe you are looking to have a business in the beauty industry. Who is someone who already has what you want that you look up to? The caveat is you have to identify with them on some level. Maybe you guys both majored in finance. Maybe you guys grew up with similar social economical background. So our expanders show our brains that, oh, if they can have it, I can have it. What keeps people away from manifesting what they want is they struggle to fully believe that this thing is possible for them. So seeing how other people did it helps us see to believe that we can have it too. We are so lucky in today's day and age, we can find expanders everywhere. This can be a movie character that you really love or someone you follow on Instagram, someone who you are already friends with or a coach or mentor. The more you can be in the energy of your expander, the more powerful. So it's so extremely important when you are brain rewiring that you work with a coach. Um, It's just really expansive because they care about your well-being and progress. Being in the container of your expanders is very activating. I know my money mindset completely shifted once I started working with my business coach because she felt so worthy of money and wealth and success that my wealth frequency was forced to shift in order for me to be a vibrational match with her. You can have multiple expanders for all kinds of things. So I have an expander for fashion, business, podcasting, public speaking, spirituality, Even like human design, I remember when I first learned about being a projector and I was really struggling with marketing and showing up for my business because I didn't want to be salesy and projectors are meant to quote unquote wait for the invitation. If you haven't listened to episode two, I talk all about it in that episode, but I was really hung up with how am I supposed to build a thriving coaching business if I have to wait for the invitation, like I couldn't just pitch myself. Not that I wanted to anyways, but finding projectors that were really successful entrepreneurs were really expansive for me. Okay, so now you have 6 things you can start doing today to start brain rewiring. I am so curious to see which one are you going to try. There are so many more that I can share with you. But I think these are pretty key ones and very impactful. If you want to learn more about brain rewiring, I will be releasing more episodes on specific brain rewiring topics. If you want to learn further, you can sign up for Brain Rewiring 101. Once you sign up, you will receive A video lesson in brain rewiring for five days so five video lessons on brain rewiring there is a lot of juice in there so I cannot wait for you to check it out the link is in the show notes if you love this episode share it with a friend or somebody you think could benefit from it you never know you can change their life for the better in infinite ways But anyways, if you haven't already, subscribe, leave a rating and review. I would so appreciate that and sending you all the love and hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I will talk to you next week.